Save up to 35% on auto insurance with the experts at Golden West Insurance Services, conveniently located at Golden West Credit Union. We'll take care of you. For the 60th time this season, the Utah Jazz will take to the hardwood. And once again, they'll turn to their second-year star, Donovan Mitchell, to lead the way. Brunson floats it up, misses. Here comes Ingles, right side of the floor. Lobbing Donovan. Alley-oop to Donovan Mitchell. Jazz lead is just four. Here comes Donovan on the drive to the basket. Cocks the right-hander, holds it back behind him a little bit, then extends the right hand out, puts it off the window and in. And the big man in the middle, Rudy Gobert. Straightens up on Rubio, puts a left shoulder into him, tries to work it, drop steps, Gobert's there and just swats it. I mean, that was like a high school senior stealing an eighth grader's lunchbox. Donovan, left hand drive, in the lane, Euro steps, bounces a nifty pass to the corner to O'Neal for three, no good. Gobert inside, four Mavericks, rebound, rises and packs it! Tonight's challenge is a crafty left-hander and a motoring man in the middle in Lou Williams and Montrez Harrell. Forks it back to the corner to Lou, he drives with a right hand in the lane, double clutches at the cup and scores it. One of the great scorers in this league. From downtown Salt Lake City, it's the Jazz and the Clippers. Tip-off is now. David, I really think the importance of this basketball game tonight is to see how the Jazz handle the bench of the Los Angeles Clippers. I mean, if their defensive scheme works, because their points come from the bench. Gallinari, I'm looking at... Uh, intern stuff here. Look at that. Look how much. Look how I got this all marked up. Jake Snelson. What did Jake? Jake Gallinari. Look at that. His field goal percentage goes down to forty percent in that fourth quarter. Starts at fifty-one in the first, yeah. so we better be ready for him early. Nice work by Jake Snelson today. <laughs> all right, here we go. Jazz in their green uniforms with the note on the front and the numbers, and Ricky Rubio. Who's beginning to warm up for his second half of the season. Lobs it high to Favors, who misses the tap. And Zubak acquired from the Clippers, excuse me, by the Clippers, from the Lakers on the trade deadline. Shea Gilgis-Alexander's their point guard, playing in the backcourt. Gives it off to Landry Shamit, acquired from Philadelphia at the trade deadline. They really redid a lot of their team. Shamit pops out to the left side, fires, misses, and the rebound comes down to Gobert. Rubio pushes up the right side. This is where the Jazz are trying to improve in transition off of misses and Donovan gets into the window draws the foul by Beverly and he'll get two free throws Patrick Beverly known as one of the better defenders in the league one of the better on ball defenders but you keep him moving and guessing here he falls up a foul you just don't let him get set to where he can get in your grill and cause havoc as Donovan Mitchell did there he just moved well without the basketball now free throw from Donovan is good David yes Ron Joe Ingles is running for his life right now. Why is that? Landry is a mover. He runs, he's always moving, and Joe Ingles is going to have problems catching up with this Well, guy. where did Landry Shamit start his career this year? Philadelphia. Who was he playing behind in Philadelphia? <laughs> well, Simmons. And a runner in J.J. Redick. Yeah. Here's Shea Gilgis-Alexander struggling miserably with his shot, having missed 14 straight before making that one. Donovan, right-hand drive, cooks it to the corner. Favors won't take the long three. Instead, he'll dribble into a 16-footer and hit it. That's where Donovan has really improved his game there. He's, he's like a, a step ahead, I mean, a play ahead now. 
knowing where the defense is coming from. Zubak, top of the key jumper. That's a little out of his regular game. Rebound favors. Jazz are the best defensive rebounding team in the NBA. Here's Donovan, last five games, 26 points a game. Works off a Beverly pick, excuse me, off a favors pick to free himself from Beverly. Floats it no good. Offensive rebound faves. Kicks to Rubio. Penetrates the right side, looking to the corner for Ingles. Can't find him. Lobs a bad pass inside to Gobert for a turnover. And here come the Clippers the other way. Zubak running the lane and dunks. And we talk so much about turnovers, there's a big difference between dead ball and live ball turnovers. Yeah, and that like was Zubak. a live ball turnover for a dunk the other way. And it looked like Zubak is waiting on that. I mean, he blew up the Jazz first play <coughs> as well because he was waiting on the lob. Ingles misses the handoff with Gobert. Jazz run more picks and more handoffs combined than any team in the league. Rubio goes behind the pick, fires the three, and misses. Ricky opens his first miss. Tied at four here in the early going. Shaman, who played at Wichita State, will dribble into a three. Ingles will foul him from behind. And three free throws are coming for Landry Shaman. So throughout the night, we have the playoff push going on. We'll keep an eye on the games that have playoff implications. They're going to the wire in Charlotte, where the Houston Rockets are playing. They got about two minutes left there. Minnesota, who might be making a little playoff push, is in Atlanta. Portland is playing Boston in a defensive struggle. It's 43-42 at the half there. Miami and Golden State are in the third quarter. Miami's up 15. I said that correctly. San Antonio is home against Detroit tonight, so we'll keep an eye on that one later tonight. Sacramento plays Milwaukee, and the New Orleans Pelicans are in L.A. So Portland of the in Houston, two teams that we're fighting for playoff positioning with, battling right now, both on the road in the East Coast. We'll keep an eye on those games as Shamit puts the Clippers ahead 6-4. to four. Favors at the top. Jazz have made some adjustments in how they space their break these days. Now Derek trailing a little bit more. Here comes Rubio. Comes off the elbow, fires the shot, no good. Ricky misses his first two this evening. Ricky has been shooting it better, but for the season, Rubio shoots 41%. Beverly driving and a reach-in foul on the Jazz. Over the last five games, signs that Ricky is ready to have his good second half. Shooting 50% for the field, 35% from three, 17 points and six rebounds, six assists. Here's Beverly left side. What a crazy story for his career in China, out of the league, and then able to work his way back. And another foul on the Jazz and Ron these are all off-ball fouls, but they're very important because now the Jazz suddenly have committed three fouls in the opening 9-21, and the Clippers' offense is largely predicated to getting the line. It's why they bring Lou Williams off the bench, because he comes in during the penalty, and he goes to work. Well, Champ is at the top. Go ahead, Ron. Running Jazz off screens right now. They run the second most amount of picks of any team in the league. Jazz run the third most. Gilgis Alexander drives, loses the ball. R battling Rubio for it, the shot clock goes off and it'll be a turnover on the Clippers. So the Jazz run the third most amount of picks, the Clippers run the second most amount of picks, but when you add handoffs, the Jazz run the most handoffs and the most picks of any team in the league. I, I think the right thing to do, with, because it look like they're moving on these picks, first one, you just run right straight through it. Ingles fighting himself through Sushamit, back to her cut, Rubio blocked on the layup and he's out of bounds off the Jazz, or excuse me, off the Clippers, and the Rubio starts the night 0 for 3. The Jazz have started 1 for 6. Zubak blocking that shot. He just moved from one locker room to the other, didn't he? He did. Favors, turnaround jumper with 8 on the shot clock, fading back, poor look, and misses. Here comes Beverly on the far side. He made most of his day in Houston, came over in the Chris Paul trade, fires the 3 and hits, and a really poor start by the Jazz. Quinn Snyder stays seated on the bench. 
Hasn't popped up for a timeout. Clippers on a 7-0 run and lead it 9-4. Rubio with a green sleeve on his right arm. Bounces to Ingles. He works to the corner. Ball fakes. Gives it to Favors. Backdoor cut not there. So Gobert puts it on the deck. Drives to the basket. Fouled by Zubak. Now, the Clippers starting five is probably a better defensive team. It's their bench. It's a better offensive team. So right now we're seeing the best of the, the Clippers on the defensive side of the, of the ball. All right, with Rudy Go- Gobert shooting two free throws, let's get our first playoff push looking and check in on the Houston Rockets late in their game against Charlotte. Harden with the basketball out at that Hugo logo at midcourt. Capella slips on the screen. Harden passes right corner to Austin Rivers. Lambeau closes out. Three ball, no good. Marvin Williams with a tip to push the rebound to Kemba Walker in transition to Jeremy Lamb. Three ball, rips the net. 109 Hornets within three with three to go. First time we've heard the Hornets new announcer this year. Gallinari straight down the barrel three misses. Long rebound to the Clippers bench. Saved by Beverly. Gallinari comes to get it. Ball fakes another three. Marked by Favors. Puts it on the deck. Drives to the basket. Blocked and fouled by Favors. And the Jazz will be in the penalty for the rest of the quarter at the 8.07 mark of the first. And this could really swing the tide of this game because... There was one key to watch. It was not fouling the Clippers. And quickly. Jay Crowder will check in for the Rivers. Jay Crowder comes in for Faves, who has two fouls. So now the Jazz have their best lineup on the floor. The thing is, he'll be guarding Gallinari, which he can definitely do on the perimeter. And watch them play the Denver Nuggets, and he'll go down low and post up. We'll see if he does that with Jay Crowder. 11-5, start for the Clippers. Here comes Rubio, search dribble, gnashes out to the top to Crowder, swings to Ingles. Joe takes a contested three with eight on the shot clock and hit it. Joe has been feeling it a little bit last 10 games, shooting 45% from three, and that was a pretty nice look right there for Joe. Something he's been working on there, shooting off the dribble. It's not as good as it was a year ago. That's kind of the big change. Shamit passes the corner to Gallinari, guarded by Crowder, then hands it off to Beverly, tries to split a double team. Ball ricochets back out to Gallinari, penetrates, gets the dotted line, settles himself, shoots, and scores. 13-8. Ingles firing another three. This one swirls out. Well, there's some question of whether Joe should be shooting more on the local talk shows recently. I guess he got the message. Gallinari, right elbow. Another jumper is up and in. The Jazz defense has been a bit soft here early. And the Clippers lead it 15 to eight. Getting stuck on those screens. Clippers on a 13 to four run. So Quinn Snyder will take a timeout. Jazz lead it 15 to eight on the Jazz. Excuse me, Clippers lead it 15 to eight on the Jazz Radio Network. Oh my! Utah Jazz sound flash. Quinn Snyder. It's hard to adjust that significantly you know, to a trade. They've been able to, to continue to play play well. They were good before, too, and you know, to lose a score of that caliber and continue to play well, I think they're a tough-minded team. Doc Rivers. First of all, when you have Lou to start and then Trez, your bench is good. But it's, it's just all of them, the way they fit in with each other. They understand who to play through, and it's usually those two guys. It's a bench that you really feel like if uh, you get down, you have cavalry. 
Clippers have been playing hard. Beautiful play on the timeout. Leaves Donovan Mitchell wide open for three. He misses it. Battle for the rebound. Gobert amongst three Clippers, and the ball gets knocked out of bounds off the Clippers. Nice battle by Rudy. 15-8 Clippers. They've hit five of eight. Jazz have hit just two of ten to start. And the Jazz are already in the penalty. Royce O'Neal in the game. He'll inbound it to Gobert. Gobert waiting for Donovan to come get it, who does outside the right wings, takes a step to his right, fires a three, well off line. Loose ball rebound, grabbed by Gallinari, who has scored the last six points for the Clippers. 15-8, here's Gallinari, the Italian, driving the lane, kicks it out. Gilgis Alexander really struggling with his shot, and he airballs this three. Rubio, driving in the open floor, gets a foul, and we'll get to... They'll rule it off to the side. But there it is. The major focus of the Jazz since the break has been transition off of stops and doing a better job. They are now they were 29th in the league in transition off defensive rebounds. They're now 27th. And I'm all for not letting the defense get set. You like to run to score, I believe, sir. Yeah. Donovan gets in the lane, takes a lot of contact with Gilgis Alexander, but misses the shot. And Donovan starts the night 0 for 4. The Jazz guard line is 0 for 7 as Gilgis Alexander wildly drives, falling to the ground, outstretches his long right arm and puts a reverse layup up and in. 17 to 8. Rubio bobbles a pass from O'Neal. They miscommunicate. Now Rubio drives to the basket, outstretched right hand, lays it up and in. Often that first layup is the indicator of the night Ricky Rubio will have. He's now one for four, first field goal by a Jazz guard. 17-10 to the Clippers. They've won three of their last four currently in battling for playoff position, trying to keep and hold on to it, keep the Lakers out. Gilgis Alexander out of Kentucky, a single year, long, lanky, Youngster fires up a shot and hits. Over the last five games, he's been shooting 28%. But he's three for four tonight. The 11th pick in the draft this year. They really like him, and I think a lot of people do. Dual picks waiting for Rubio. Drives Gilgis Alexander's defensive length shows as he swats it out of bounds. And Rubio goes to one for five. The Jazz are three of 14 to start. And Kyle Korver will check in for Ricky Rubio. Clippers are on a 17-6 run and lead it 19-10. 5-14 left here in the first quarter. Beautiful inbound to Crowder blocked from behind by Gallinari. Beverly on the push. Left side to Shamit. Jump stops. Flips it back over to Beverly. Into the deep into the post to Zubak. His quick hook up and in. And the Clippers lead the Jazz 21-10. Lakers just gave up on Zubak. Left-hand drive Donovan. Stutter steps. Turns it over. Fast break the other way. Beverly in the middle of the floor. Gets caught in the air. Finds Zubak trailing. Gives to Gilgis Alexander. 20% from three recently. And he hits. Shea Gilgis Alexander is four of five. Came in off an 0 for 9 and an 0 for 4 games. And the Jazz trail at 24 to 10 on the Jazz Radio Network. In game 60... The Jazz look to use their home court to solidify playoff positioning, while the Clippers peer behind to see the Kings charging and the Lakers floundering. Beautiful start for the Clippers, and the Jazz are the ones floundering right now. 24 to 10, Clippers lead. Ron, the Clippers probably couldn't be much better, and frankly, the Jazz probably couldn't be much worse. And notice the shots that they're getting. I mean, these are not 
they're very good shots, uncontested shots for the most part, especially with, with Gallinari. The Jazz are going over the top, trailing him. Uh, they chose not to go underneath because of his long-range shooting. The real surprise, though, is Shea Gilgis-Alexander, yeah. who has been shooting terribly recently, and he can't miss tonight. O'Neal gets deep inside, elbows free some space, and throws it away. Another turnover by the Jazz, and they're all live ball turnovers leading to breaks. Jay Crowder fouls, but the Jazz are in the penalty because they were slow defensively early. And the avalanche of problems continue for Utah to start this game. Gilgis Alexander, we mentioned, opened the night, came against Denver the night, went 0 for 4. The night before that, he went 0 for 9. Before that, he went 1 for 4. So he came in 1 of his last 17, or 0 of his last 13. He's opened the night 4 of 5. Jazz turning the ball over, and the Clippers are on a 23-6 run. Three live ball turnovers by the Jazz and an off-ball foul called on the Clippers. The officials tonight are James Capers, Derek Collins, and Matt Boland, all perfectly nice young men, but, well, some of them aren't so young. But we didn't have a choice. They came anyway. They're like that crazy uncle that just always shows up at the barbecue whether you wanted him or not. Substitutions, and now comes the bench, which includes Lou Williams and his prowess scoring, as well as drawing fouls. Donovan, who's 0 for 4, drives the lane, lobs to Rudy, catches with a left hand, throws it down the cylinder, 26 to 12. Now, Lou Williams is a very high usage player. Averages 26 minutes a game, baby, but he gets up about a shot and a half a minute. Gallinari driving. Pass deflected by Crowder off the glass, picked back up by Gallinari, goes up, fouled and finishes, and a foul is on Gobert. So even here, when the ball bounces, it's bouncing fortuitously for the Clippers. Time now for your injury update, brought to you by University of Utah Health, taking care of Utah like Utah takes care of each other. Visit uofuhealth.org slash jazz. Dante Exum still recovering. And out for the Jazz. Grayson Allen, I thought, had been was playing in the G League, but they must have recalled him right before tip-off because he's sitting on the bench. Gallinari now has 10 points in the first quarter, 11 as he makes the free throw, and it's 29 to 12. It's hard to come back from 17 down. You don't do it very often in this league. Here's Donovan, jump stop, draws the foul, will go to the free throw line. Well, the Jazz are going to have to get something going here, and, and preferably from the three-point line. What are the Clippers doing to keep the Jazz from getting from the three? The Jazz are not breaking the paint and looking weak side. Jazz are number two in the league in corner threes. They are number one in the league in dunks, and number six in the league in shots in the restricted area. They're not getting any of those tonight. Donovan's free throws are good. Well, trailing by 15 is never a good thing. In How fact, as early as it might be, teams that lead by 15 win 74% of their games this year. Here's Lou Williams to the elbow, pass deflected, stolen by the Jazz. Here comes O'Neal, 
bad spacing. He lobs it past to Gobert, and he's fouled by Williams. But O'Neal and Gobert should be opposite magnets, and they were connected to each other instead. Well, and I thought O'Neal just took it right to the hole. I mean, they were playing Rudy to keep Rudy from getting that lob, and he just got to, they're, they're really trying to get Rudy involved here. Free throws good by Rudy. Clippers have led by 15 this year only four times. Well, David, last time these two teams met, the Jazz scored 129 points. And? Your, what's your point, Mr. Boone? My point Ch- is that they, can, they should be able to score against this team, but they've had a, a big turnover in personnel. So is this, I think this is a better defensive team. Uh, it might be. They have not been. By the way, those four times were the only led in the first quarter by 15 four times. And you win 75% if you lead in the first quarter by 15. Here's Lou Williams in the lane. Puts up a right-hand floater off the handle. No good. Rebound comes down to O'Neal. Jazz down by 13. Donovan skipping to the lane. Driving. Throws it out of the corner. O'Neal drives by the defense. Kicks over to Crowder. Catch and shoot. Left side three. Good. Jay Crowder makes his first three of the night. And Doc Rivers wants a timeout. 7-0 Jazz run. 29 to 19. Let's go check in on the final moment of that Clippers Rockets game as the Rockets trying to get a win on the road. Makes both free throws. Ball comes into Kemba quickly in transition. The other way. Kemba fires for three. No good. Rebound. Capella. And that'll round it out. 118, 113. Rockets battle back from 12 down in the second half. Well, sorry, it was the Rockets and the Hornets. And the Clippers. Here, lead the Jazz 29-19. to The Rockets able to hold on to get that win. Kemba Walker has not had a great success in his career late in games. Rockets win that one. Kemba had 35 tonight. James Harden had 30 again. Thurl Bailey joins us now on the broadcast from the AT&T Sports Desk. Big T, how are you? I'm good, man. How was your lunch today, Big T? It was fantastic. Have all you guys around. Eating good, good what, conversation. What'd you have? Uh, I had a Caesar salad with salmon on top. Oh. Do you like fish in your salad? I love fish in your salad. Yeah, that kind of fish, absolutely. Some people don't like fish in their salad. My wife is one of those. Doesn't like fish in her salad. Chicken, steak, he's, he's weird, big tea. Huh? You're selling Big T, you're weird. No, that's good. You're calling Big T weird, not my wife weird. We're okay. <laughs> 29-19. Three minutes left in the first quarter. Howell Neto comes into the game. We'll see if he gives the Jazz his usual spark. He's guarding Patrick Beverly on the far side. They go to the post of Montrez Harrell. had monster games in two of their last three. Right side, Beverly bounces to Harrell. Sees Gobert, tries to bulldoze through him. Can't, fades back and misses. Harrell has struggled against Gobert but has been great in some other games when he gets rolling, including their win against the Dallas the other night. He was great. Here's Crowder. Dribble handoff to Ingles. Ingles stops, swings it back to Crowder, looking to the post. They can't find Gobert. So now Ingles will go one-on-one, hesitates, comes back, gets knocked to the ground, no whistle, and falls to the ground. They'll call a jump ball. Are you kidding? Well, it's either a foul or a travel, but it's not a jump ball. (laughs) Right? Yeah, absolutely right. Boy, Harold's knee hits 
Joe Ingles in the thigh and puts him on the floor. Maybe after 32 against Dallas the other night, he gets superstar calls. Now let's see if the Jazz space their jump ball correctly. They have not done this all the time this year. Not like Oklahoma City, right? Oklahoma City cost them major possession. They've spaced this much better. Ingles taps it right to Gobert, who then turns, throws an elbow right into the face of Harrell, and that's going to be the second foul on Gobert. Boy, he got him with an elbow right to the face. So the Jazz now have Favors and Gobert with two fouls. Now, Harrell is listed at six foot eight. So that means right at elbow range there for Rudy Gobert. And that had to hurt. I actually think he's short enough that he got bicep and upper arm he instead does. of elbow. You're exactly right. Had he been an inch or two taller, he was getting elbow. <laughs> Probably in concussion protocol, you think? Yeah. Here's a high pick and roll. Lou Williams snakes back to his left hand, fires the shot, misses. Long rebound comes out to Neto, the Brazilian, coming to the front court with his yellow shoes and green socks. Fires to the left side, up top to Crowder, blows by the defender, gets to the dotted line, takes a rare mid-range shot, missed it, rebound tapped out, Neto has it. Hands to Ingles. Jazz re-space. Neto in the corner, takes a left-hand drive. Hands back to Crowder, wide open, three, bang! Jazz back within seven. Good ball movement, 8-0 run by the Jazz. 10-0 run by the Jets. Tyrone Wallace, originally a draft pick of the Jazz, last pick of the second round, goes inside to Harrell. Cutting, Wallace gets it back. Met at the apex by Crowder by the rim, misses. Jay rebounds, brings to the front court. Ponytail waving, goes to the rim, layup no good. Favors offensive rebound, tries to bring it back up with a dribble, misses himself. Rebound comes back to Wallace. Wallace to the front court, played his college ball at Berkeley. To Jamichael Green, picked up from Memphis in a trade. His three's no good. And Crowder rebounds. Down by seven with a minute to play. First quarter, Jazz trailed by as many as 17. Ingles, high pick and roll with Favors. Pick never set. Favors slips all the way to the rim. And he'll slip that two in with a two-hand dunk. What a great read there by, by Joe Ingles. I mean, a great read. He could see the weak side help was definitely not there. And you see how early he gave the favors the basketball. And Ingles gets called for a foul, getting bumper card off a Montrez Harrell pick, and that'll be free throws for Lou Williams. And Ingles got two fouls. Thurl, what are you seeing tonight? Well, I'm seeing a couple of ridiculous calls, but, you know, early on... I don't understand you broadcasting and always complaining about the officials. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> of course, I mean, it, it, the Jazz was struggling early on just stopping the Clippers. Clippers were getting a lot of shots inside. They got some wide open threes. Um, so it was the defense that really, and we've seen the Jazz do this before at the beginning of games, but they're patient enough to go on the run themselves. But, you know, the jump ball call and this last one, I mean, that's, that's just play on. 31-24, Jazz down by seven. Ingles pick and roll, gets knocked to the ground again. No call again, Ingles is on the ground, scoops in their hand to Favors. And then Ingles is fouled trying to get up. How about that? Ingles isn't getting, they doesn't get the whistle for going to the ground when Lou Williams put a hand on his hip and not let him get up. Frankly, Joe shouldn't have gotten a foul when he went to the ground. He ran off favors. Then as he was trying to get free, he got held by Jamichael Green. He'll go to the free throw line for two. He's just trying to help him up. 
didn't really look that way, Big T. Yeah, he had him around the waist trying to help Joe up. Yeah, really? <laughs> kind of thought he was trying to propel himself. Get in there. Ingles free throw, hits the back rim, goes up as high as the top of the glass, comes back down and out. Jazz have taken nine free throws. Clippers have taken ten. Clippers take the most free throws of any team in the NBA. And Joe misses both free throws. Quickly, Tyrone Wallace runs by the Jazz defense, misses the layup, but flying in from the back is Jamichael Green. And that, when you're down seven and dug yourself a hole, those are the kind of mistakes you cannot make. Not getting back off a free throw and then not rebounding. Ingles snakes under the pick and roll, finds Favors rolling to the basket, layup good. Boy, those two read each other just beautifully, Big T. That's just a great, as Boone has said, that's a cerebral move by Joe Ingles. And obviously Derek Favors, the timing is perfect on that play. Good left-hand finish. Shot clock is off. At six seconds, here comes Lou Williams. Bullets the pass over to Green, gives it to the corner for a three. Good contest. It's nice Great job. contest by Kyle Korver and a not very well-run play as Garrett Temple misses. And the Jazz, who trailed by as many as 17, have luckily, or at least fortunately, worked it back to within seven. Big T, have a great halftime show on AT&T Sportsnet. All right, talk to you guys later. 33-26 Clippers on the Jazz Radio Network. Step back, left side, jumper, good. First quarter recap brought to you by America First Credit Union. Get the finest in financial services from Utah's number one credit union. America First. Down by seven with a minute to play. First quarter, Jazz trailed by as many as 17. Ingles, high pick and roll with Favors. Pick never set. Favors slips all the way to the rim. And he'll slip that two in with a two-hand dunk. Well, the Favors, Ingles pick and roll saved the Jazz late in the first quarter. Cut it down to seven. Here's Tyrone Wallace for the Clippers. Working in, Favors blocks it. Rand then pulls it out of the air on a beautiful control with the right hand on his own block. Ingles starts the pick and roll with Favors. They've scored on this twice already. This time it's out to Neto. He breaks the 45 to the window. Double clutches the layup even though nobody was around expecting the defender and missed the bunny. Here comes Wallace into the defense. Bumps into Ingles. Favors from behind blocks. Ingles back up the right side of the floor. He's got Corver on the left. He gives it to Neto on the right for three. No good. Rebound comes down to Harrell. Big sequences there for the Jazz. A wide open layup and an open corner three. And they get nothing. They've left themselves a limited margin. Ingles picking the pocket of Harrell, but loses control of the ball before he can get complete control. It goes to the backcourt. They rule Ingles never had control. Five on the clock. Harrell driving hard to the rack. Puts it up and in on a coast-to-coast drive through the Jazz defense. Montrez Harrell played his college ball in Louisville. Came over in the Chris Paul trade where the Clippers kind of fleece the Rockets. Corver. On a curl, can't get it, so Favors maintains control, still holding it. Trying to get free is Kyle. He finally does from Wallace, who's a great defender. Lobs it inside to Favors, and they block his roll. It's a turnover. Here comes the Garrett Temple the other way, and the Jazz are back down 11. Ingles, Neto, Crowder, Corver, and Favors. Pick and roll again. And a foul called on Garrett Temple, one of the better on-ball defenders in the NBA. I think even though we've, we've seen here some play, the Jazz just continued to attack this team. I think they'll be just fine. Looks like Quinn's playing a lot of guys here in this first half. Tabo Cephalosha checks in. 
Jazz down by 11. Ingles, Temple really defending, shoves Temple off, drives into Harrell, draws the foul on a pass. This game is very physical. Doc Rivers' team plays awfully hard. Doc looks up to the crowd, looking for Moroni at top of the building or something. I'm not sure. Wondering who's going to help him out. Now turns, starts talking to the crowd about how terrible the officiating is. <laughs> Neto comes to the top. Corver tries to curl out. Teams are just not letting Corver get it. Neto drives, holds his pivot foot, gives to Favors. Eight-foot floater is way off, and the rebound comes to Harold. Clippers are forcing the Jazz into some really bad shots. I'm not nearly as convinced as Ron is that the Jazz are going to be all right. <laughs> Bumping and backing and working his way to the basket is Jermichael Green. A foul on Sepalosha who's just much smaller than Green, and he bogarts in the basket. The thing about the Clippers that makes them very good, Ron, is they give you 48 minutes of really solid lineups because they're so deep they, and their bench is pretty strong. So there's not that lineup in this game where they're going to be. There's not, you know, they're not, there's not a moment where they're going to suddenly be able to get, you're going to get a gap where you're going to be able to put it on them on a 10 2 run because they have an inferior lineup on the floor. Well, I thought <clears throat> their bench was not a, that good of a defensive team. Yeah, I think it's a lot better. Right about being solid, especially lot, since the trade, because they have Garrett trade. Temple and Jamichael Green from Memphis, who are both pretty good defensive players. 39-26, 13-point Clipper lead. Clippers have won three of their last four. Ingles, left-hand drive, fakes the pass this time to Favors, gets his shot block. Favors gets the rebound, and he's just bigger, stronger, and tougher than all around him, and puts it in with a slam dunk. Derek, a beast around the boards right now. Eight points, five rebounds. A couple of blocked shots here as well. Green gets to the elbow. Pass stolen by Favors. Nice defense from Cephalosha. Pushes ahead to Corver. He touches it to Ingles. Ingles ball fakes a three. Drives by the defender. Hands to Favors. He'll take all the eggs and all the bacon. You push the ball ahead of the defense, good things happen. Jazz back within nine with nine to play in the second quarter. Lou Williams, who came out of high school in Philadelphia, driving to the rack, layup good. Jazz defense pushed him right, but there was no help that way, and he got all the way to the window. Joe Ingles is playing what I would call a frustrated game tonight. His body language is one of a very frustrated player. Neto, crossover, drive, lobs to Favors. He can't handle it. Turnover again on the Jazz. All trying to get the ball inside on these lobs today, and the Clippers are taking it away. Williams outside left against his former teammate, Corver, and they battle for it, and there's going to be a foul called on Corver. I believe Lou Williams and Kyle Corver were in Philadelphia at the same time in the early stages of their career. Unless I'm mistaken, that Williams just came out of Philadelphia, but he was in Philadelphia with Quinn Snyder and in Atlanta as well. Harrell, free throw line, just going to attack Favors. Hard drive to the basket, puts up the three-footer, no good. Rebound comes down to the Jazz. Donovan back in the game, drives into Temple, ball fakes, pushes up a floater and hit it. Boy, Garrett Temple is long and physical and gets away with a ton of contact. Donovan just one for five. That was his first field goal of the night. Pass to Williams, knocked away. Good 
How about Royce O'Neal doing the officials' work there for him? Running down to get the ball? Running to the other end of the floor to get the ball. Do you think he gets a call for that later? (laughs) I doubt it. He gets a good, nice thank you. Really, you should be doing things because they're right, not because you're going to get something for them. Exactly, David. Why would you make that? Here's Williams. Started his career in 2005-06 with Philadelphia. Corver was on that team. Driving to the basket. Misses. Rebound favors. Outlet to O'Neal. Rubio's running the right side. O'Neal gives it off to Rubio. Rubio holds. They didn't run to score at all there. Cross-court pass Cephalosha. The best three-point shooter on the Jazz is wide open, but he back-rimmed it. Williams outlet. Stolen by Donovan. Lost out of bounds right in front of Gail Miller in her seats. Jazz still trail it. 41-32. Down by nine with 7.41 left in the second quarter. On the Jazz Radio Network. Forty years of Utah Jazz basketball. If you've ever been to a game, you've certainly heard the voice of Dan Roberts. I started the opening game in uh, 1979 at the Salt Palace. They go, Gregor Goodson, Jeff John Stockton, Bill Mann's at the line. I've gone through generations of this. I mean, my favorite thing that I brought out was how about this Jazz. I've noticed during the course of of time here with the new people in the in the building. I mean, I've just they've evolved and they don't remember. Remember me ever saying that. I'm bringing it back a little bit. How about this jazz? Dan Roberts, 40 years of jazz basketball. Still calling games today in the arena voice. Jamichael Green will fire one over Cephalosha from the mid-range right side. And the Clippers go back up by 11. They led by 17 in the first quarter. The jazz trying to get themselves back into this one. Rockets have already won tonight. They won 118-113 in Charlotte. Donovan is scuffling, one for five, into a traffic lane, gets it knocked away. Gobert has it, it's ripped from him. Clippers are really protecting the rim tonight and not allowing the Jazz to get those shots. And the Jazz just haven't quite figured out how to counter it. Lou Williams working to the right side. The Jazz forced him to his right hand, into a floater, no good. Rudy Gobert, outlet, Royce O'Neal drives, kicks to Donovan. Feet set, ball wet, splash, three ball. Right side. Ron, the Jazz shooting 6 of 12 at the rim. 1 of 8 so far on paint non-restricted area twos. When they're getting cut off, they're struggling with that. Yeah, they're taking away the lobs. I think the Jazz are going just a little bit too far in the traffic. Either take that little 8-footer or start looking weak side and start looking to... I think that's the answer because the 8-footer is the problem right now. They're 1 of 8 on that 8-footer. It's a low percentage shot. So I think it's you got to get off that ball and move it one more time. Now you have the defense scrambling. I think you're exactly right on the second one. Donovan Mitchell commits a foul on Lou Williams. 43-35, Jazz down eight. 6.34 left. Lou Williams, their leading scorer, comes off a right-hand dribble, stakes back to his favorable left hand, gives to Green, straight down the barrel, threes well short, nice screen out by Rubio, and Royce O'Neal slides in for the rebound. Jazz have a chance to cut it. Here comes Donovan, stutter step, drive to the rack lamp, good. Oh boy, he just left the great defender, Patrick Beverly, with no shoes, no shirt, and no service. Out on the wing. Now into Gallinari, who's checked back in. Gallinari works it up top to green, underhand scoop to Beverly. Not a great shooter, but he fires nonetheless and misses. Donovan has scored seven straight, and the Jazz are within six and a half the basketball. 
Tabo Cephalosha goes away from Donovan. Rubio tries to find him. Not available. Rubio will take a mid-range jumper and miss. Rubio's one of six tonight. Donovan scored seven straight. Let him touch, please. 43-37. Gilgis Alexander, the long-armed rookie. Had a great first quarter for the Clippers. Four of five. Pulls up for a jumper and hits. He's five of six. He had missed 13 straight shots coming in. 45-37. Jazz back down eight. Quinn calls a play. Clippers are switching guard to guard action. Gobert trying to get it to Donovan. It comes to get it. Sets the pick. Donovan guarded by Beverly. Beats him again. Foul. Can't get the layup. It'll get two free throws. Donovan's going to the free throw line. Let's get a playoff push. Brought to you by Newskin. Proud sponsor of the Utah Jazz. Newskin, discover the best deal. Let's see what's going on with Minnesota and Atlanta. Tied at 114 as Rose works off the town screen. Into the paint. Runs it up off the glass. It's an air ball. Towns pulls it down. Pivots nicely. Up strong. Two-handed flush and he drew the foul. Carl Anthony Towns would not be denied with 60 seconds left to play. He puts the Wolves up 116-114. Wolves led that game by an awful lot in that one. And now we're in the battle to the end. Alan Horton on the call. Mark Miller Subaru wants you to love your car buying experience. That's why we developed Promise Price. Promise Price is truly exceptional customer service. Come experience our commitment to Promise Price. At either location, start your purchase online at markmillersubaru.com. Towns has 32 in that one. Probably could ring the Lexus 30-point bell from him as well. Here, the Jazz have cut it to six. Donovan Mitchell has scored nine straight points for the Jazz. Has 13. Mid-block left, it's Gallinari, the Italian, born on August 8th, wears number eight. Driving, hands it down low to Zubak. Gobert comes over, Rubio reaches in and fouls. Rubio's first foul. Jazz were in the penalty early in that first quarter. Allowed the Clippers to get a bunch of free throws. It's not as dire this quarter, but that is their fourth foul. So now everything from here on out is in the penalty. Zubox line drive free throw. Hits the back iron and comes all the way back out. Derek Favors was feasting at the rim with some slam dunks earlier tonight. And every time the Jazz get a dunk, it's a $50 donation to the Utah Food Bank. Courtesy of Ford. Ford, go further. 10 and 7 so far here for Derek Favors. 10 points, 7 rebounds. Stubach makes the second free throw. Donovan leads the Jazz with 13. Here's Crowder to the front court. Quick handoff to Donovan. He scored 9 straight for the Jazz. Gets in the lane. Ball fakes. Swiping at it is Gallinari. And then Gallinari defending Donovan. Pushes him out of bounds. They don't call it. Donovan comes back to get the ball. Swings through on Shamit. Puts up a 3. They're not going to call it a shot. Donovan passed the ball up, went out to the three-point line. Gallinari closed. Gallinari does not have great body control with all of his injuries. Literally ran Donovan Mitchell over and out of bounds. Right in front of Quinn. Quinn's beside himself. Shot clock's at 14. Donovan's got nine straight. Takes a dribble. Kicks it out to Rubio. Bypasses an open look. Gives to O'Neal. Drives. Back out to Crowder. Wide open three. Line drive no good. Jazz down seven, that would have brought them to four, the closest they've been since the Clippers jumped away early. Beverly, right-hand drive into the window, too hard with the floater, offensive rebound, Zubak misses wildly, gets his own rebound short, Donovan clears. And the Lakers gave up on him, huh? Wow. I'm not sure why. 
Donovan driving, lobbing, Gobert jamming. Donovan's got nine straight points and an assist. He's directly contributed to 11 straight as he wills the team back. 46-41 Clippers. Passing out to the side is Sham, and a great shooter, not much of a driver. Gives it up, gets it back to the window, reverse layup, good. Interestingly, as Shamit was drafted after the Clippers' other rookie, Jerome Robinson, who's currently in the G League. Donovan kicks to O'Neal. He's been hot from three before the break, has been cold since, stays cold. Short with a shot. Rebound Beverly, loose with a dribble, falling out of bounds, gives the top to Gallinari. He'll take a straightaway three and miss it badly. Rebound comes down to Crowder. Donovan, who's created the Jazz last 11 points, has it with 3.17 left and wants a timeout. Timeout on the floor. Clippers 48, Jazz 41 on the Jazz Radio Network. In game 60, the Jazz look to use their home court to solidify playoff positioning, while the Clippers peer behind to see the Kings charging and the Lakers floundering. Jazz trailing the Clippers, 48-41. Clippers have won three of four. Sacramento and LA about to get underway are seeing this score and realizing that Steve Ballmer wants the playoffs. Jazz point guards having a tough night tonight. Neto and Rubio are combined one of eight with one assist. Jazz come out with their five-man lineup that has been the most successful for them and one of the best in the NBA. Of Rubio Mitchell, Ingles, Crowder, and Gobert that close the quarter in the final 3-15. Clippers 48, Jazz 41. Clippers led by 17 in the first quarter of this game. Donovan, who has scored nine straight and assisted the other two, gives to Gobert. Comes back to get it. Driving, floating with a right hand up and in. The Jazz offense, Ron, seems like a little out of sorts in the sense that guys' cuts are stopping and things of that sort. What is that? Well, that play, no, because that was a play out of the timeout, and it was designed for what just what they got out of it with, with Donovan Mitchell. Gallinari, corner three, no good. Rebound, Gobert, five-point game. Jazz trying to climb themselves all the way up to the top of Little Cottonwood Canyon. Here comes Ingles, scooping to Gobert. He goes up high! He goes hard! He hammers! Oh, boy! Ouch. Zubak on the poster. Crowd loving it. Three-point game. And a foul off the ball. Jazz are on a 13-5 run. It's going to be on Crowder. Boy, it's actually on the ball. It looked like he ran off of his own teammate's leg. I, I, I didn't think the foul was on Crowder. That's why I called it off foul. So... I, I agree, but Rudy Gobert just put it on Zubak. Wow. Gallinari with a black eye over his right eye, misses the free throw. He's a great free throw shooter. Had some back problems earlier this year and has not been quite as strong since. Utah Jazz and Mount America Credit Union partnered to help fans pass along a donation to charity to their choice. Potential awards to $25,000. Five local charities. For details and nominated charity, go to utahjazz.com. Select the community tab. 49-45. Jazz down four. They were down by as many as 17. Rubio drives. Bypasses a layup. Gives to Crowder for a corner three. It's no good. Rebound comes back to Crowder. He rotates to Ingles. 
Jazz floor spacing's messed up. So Ingles retreats out. Now goes behind his back with a right hand bounce pass into Gobert, who dropped it. Falling to the ground, shoves it back to Ingles. Four on the clock. Ingles takes a dribble to his right, steps into a three. No. Gobert hits it off the glass, and Williams has it. Excuse me, Beverly has it. Trailing is Gallinari. Nice close by Donovan. Top to Williams. Crowder's got it. He's got to force him to his right hand. Tries to go left. Crowder won't let him. Comes back left off a Zubak pick. Fires the three and hits. That's his game. If he can get to that left-hand dribble, firing that right-hand three, it is deadly. And that's the first time tonight he's been able to get that. The Jazz have done a great job of funneling him to his right hand. Lou Williams just passed Dennis Scott, 65th on the all-time three-point shooting list. Let me point something out that just goes unnoticed. Zubak was, um, was ahead of Gobert running down the floor. Jay Crowder steps in front of him and stays there to root so to Gobert could catch up. That say probably saved the Jazz a layup. Interesting. Free throw for Rubio. Just got fouled by Shamit trying to make a cut. Third foul on Shamit. Jazz down by six. Second free throw. Good. 52-47. 123 left. Here's Lou Williams. Lou tonight, two of six, seven points. Leads their team in scoring. Gallinari, left-hand drive, bounces to Zubak. He goes to dunk on Gobert, but no, you will not! Here come the Jazz the other way. Donovan dribbles it right into Garrett Temple, who guessed right in a turnover. Great defensive plays by Temple and Gobert. Gallinari, three in transition, no rebound Ingles. Five-point game with a minute to play in the first half. Ingles with a lob down low to Crowder. Rotates to Rubio in the corner. Rubio drives, comes up reverse side, layup no. Rubio's one for seven tonight. Outlet to Temple. Driving is Beverly. Slides by Rubio easily and lays it up and in. Rubio tried to pretend he was gonna take a charge, got as skinny as possible. He went by him and he was in the restricted area anyway. 35 seconds left, Rubio driving, layup good. Good two for one there by Ricky. 54-49, five-point game. 26 seconds to play, Clippers leading. First half, Lou Williams is rocking it. At the top, he'll get a Zubak pick. Ingles will force him to his right hand. Lou Williams drives, blocked by Gobert. Go, Rubio picks it up, 10 seconds, gives to Crowder, to the basket, layup, no good, with seven. And here come the Clippers with an extra possession because of it. They rotate to the right side to Lou, and he's fouled by Ingles, he'll get two free throws. Backboard, backboard, backboard. Well, A just missed his step so badly that he was trying to outstretch an extra step there and missed the layup, but that's a big play. Lou Williams will get two free throws. I mean, you can't bypass the layup, but you gave up an extra possession when you didn't score. 2.2 seconds left. Minnesota and Atlanta, I believe, have gone to overtime. Boston and Portland are going to the wire here. I don't know who to root for in that game. Anybody on Twitter wants to let me know. Do I root for Boston because Portland is ahead of us in the standings? Or do we all just love the Boston dumpster fire so much that we give Terry Stotts the win? I think I'm on the ladder. Seven-point game. Donovan half-court shot. No good. 
Well, the Jazz worked this down to four, and now it's back to seven. It's a long road back from 17. It's gonna take all night to finally get there if they do. Jazz trail it at the half, 56-49 on the Jazz Radio Network. Second half basketball coming in. The Clippers lead the Utah Jazz 56 to 49. Jazz trailed by as many as 17. Mike Wells told us at the half run that he thought that when they got stops and ran, they were able to get what they wanted. We'll see whether they can continue that. Set play by Doc Rivers has Gallinari firing a three on the left side and missing badly. I don't think he's that good coming off screens, especially that far away from the basket. He has not been quite right since he came back from the injury. Gobert trying to dribble off a play, lost the ball. Gilgus Alexander goes the other way for a dunk. And Gobert looks over the official like, I didn't do that on my own. Jazz went trailing at the half this year, just 7 and 17. Well, watch this Clipper team play against the Denver Nuggets, and they fell apart in the second. Favors half. corner three hasn't hit one in about three weeks, still hasn't. 58 49. Gilgis Alexander back up to Beverly for three no good. Clippers actually have been playing games with huge waves, right? They lost the 17-point lead against Denver, came back from 17 down against Dallas. Donovan works himself inside to the lane and draws the foul. Clippers this year, though, when leading at the half are 21-5, and worth noting, if they head to the fourth quarter, leading their 26-1 run. Lou Williams a pretty good closer. So the Clippers at 26-1, the only teams that are better. As Donovan free throws no good. Milwaukee is 40-1. Denver's 36-1. Portland is 36-1, trying to go to 37-1 with a win over Boston tonight. And Cleveland's 10-1. Those are the only other teams that have only lost one time. So if the Jazz are going to come back, they may need to do it now. Donovan cuts the deficit to 8, 58-50. Gallinari swings up top to Zubak, acquired from the Lakers on the trade deadline. Hands to their first-round pick, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, whose last name rolls all the way from one ribcage to the other. Gallinari driving, throws a pass up top, stolen by Rubio. Jazz on the run. Rubio's got Shamit backpedaling. Kicks to Donovan, left side three. Good! Donovan was going back the other way long before that one tickled the twine. He may be in a groove right now. He's got 19. Another play in the league. See, do that. Steph Curry. Shamit driving. Blocked by Ingles. Here come the Jazz. Trailing 58-53. Donovan shoves off. Now steps back. Fires the three. Oh, yes. He's elevating. He's levitating. He's on fire. Timeout. Doc Rivers wants to know about the push-off. 7-0 Donovan run. Donovan's got 22. He started the night miserably, and he's now on fire. Timeout, Doc Rivers, as the Jazz lead at 22 now for Donovan Mitchell. And the Jazz are within two, the closest they've been. Timeout on the floor on the Jazz Radio Network. In game 60, the Jazz look to use their home court to solidify playoff positioning while the Clippers peer behind to see the Kings charging and the Lakers floundering. 
58-56. Jazz have cut what was a 17-point deficit down to two. We played two minutes of the third quarter. Last time it was a one-possession game. It was 11-8 Clippers as Beverly's three is long. Here comes Rubio on the far side, trying to run off misses better than they have all season. This time they're now into a half-court set. They find Gobert in the middle of the lane, takes a step, corkscrews his shoulder, misses the layup, loose on the ground. Gobert gets it back, puts a left-hander off the window and in. And we're tied at 58. It's been a long march, but the Jazz have worked their way back. Rudy Gobert's got 4,000 career rebounds. Shaman kicks to the right side to Beverly. Into the post, Zubak. Quick hook blocked by Gobert. Right out of his hand. It didn't even get airborne. Here come the Jazz looking for their first lead since 4-2. Crossover dribble Rubio into the window. Stops, holds the pivot, pushes up a two-footer. It's an air ball. Catches it himself. It's not called to travel. Did he hit the rim? I didn't think so. I didn't think so either. Gobert is now past Carlos Boozer on the all-time rebounding list. Ingles circles around for a three in the lead. Pow! They call it a two. 60-58. to 8-0 run by the Jazz. Call it 11-0. Zubak trying to attack Gobert. Flips it over him and in. Earlier tonight, Gobert dunked on Zubak in the nastiest of fashions. And he tried to get Rudy back, and Rudy blocked that as well. Tied at 60. Now in for a game. Lob to the rim. Pass by Donovan. Goes by Donovan Mitchell. He's never got off the ground out of bounds. A failed alley-oop by Rubio. Yeah, Donovan's looking at the official. He thought maybe Patrick Beverly pushed him in the back. Well, Donovan put both feet down to jump. And when he did, he got bumped by Beverly and then couldn't go up. Beverly turns the corner, drives into the body of Ingles, lays it up and in. 62-60. I think that's the play they went through shoot-around with today, and they didn't guard it very well. Donovan's got 22. Works off a Gobert pick, gets to the elbow, pull-up jumper, no. Rudy's there. Rudy flushes. Tied at 62, the Jazz have the momentum. They've methodically been working their way back after trailing by as many as 17. Beverly turns the left-hand dribble into lane, right-hand floater, good. Beverly, who played his college ball at Arkansas, push ahead to Donovan, crossover into lane, bounces to Favors, he goes up reverse side and is fouled. Derek will get two free throws. Boston and Portland are playing a big one tonight. We're not sure who to root for. But it doesn't mean we can't check in and find out what's taking place. Let's go check in on the Blazers and the Celtics in Boston. Bound has to get it in. No timeouts left for Boston. 11.8 seconds. He's near side of the floor. Throws into the backcourt Irving. Irving now launches an outside three-pointer that's off. High in the air. Harkless trying to grab it. He does. and gets it to Lillard. And Dame now throws a pass. Tipped by McCollum. CJ will track it down, and the game is over. Well, the Blazers' longest road trip in five years continues to impress as they take out the desperate Celtics. Great win by Portland tonight. They are really solidifying themselves as a home court advantage fourth seed. 97-92. Jazz are going to have to probably go 22. What do we have left? 22 games, about 20 and 22, if possible, to get home court advantage. I mean, that window is closing. Clippers lead it here, 64-63. Jazz looking to try to take the lead. Ingles with a right-hand dribble. He prefers his left, so he stops at the free throw line, gives it back to Donovan. Donovan catches, goes quickly at Patrick Beverly and draws a foul. And then in a weird little interplay, Donovan came off the ground, pretended the play still existed. Beverly then pretended to guard him, 
Donovan hit a wild three. That was the crowd you heard. Donovan's feeling it tonight, though. He's got 22 on 13 shot attempts, and he started very poorly. Well, I think when you get challenged like Patrick <clears throat> Beverly likes to challenge it. Rubio, scoop pass to Gobert, fouled by Zubak, and Rudy will get two free throws. What happens, Ron, when you get challenged like that? Well, you, <clears throat> you get challenged by a, a very aggressive defensive player, and, and it makes you focus, and you seem to play better. At the seven-minute mark of the first quarter, or nine minutes into the first quarter, Donovan was 0 for 4 shooting. Since then, he's 6 of 9. Donovan did not have his first field goal tonight until the second quarter. In the first quarter tonight, Donovan finished 0 for 4. And then got a field goal early in that second quarter. Has scored 22 points since. Gobert's first free throw ties it. Second free throw gives the Jazz their first lead since 4-2. How about Gallinari? Remember the numbers I gave you that the intern gave me about Gallinari, how he gets worse, worse? As the you game know, goes on? As the game goes on. You know, he's 3-for-5 there, and he hasn't scored since the first half, since the first quarter. Is that, a he had body, a free is that the body breaking down? or Beverly, three left side is good. Beverly shot as high as 40% one season with the Houston Rockets. Shooting 38 this year. Takes him a long time to get the shot off. Gallinari is over five since then. Rubio, interesting. Working the top, comes off a left-hand dribble. Bounces to Gobert, attacks Montrez Harrell, gets his shot blocked out of bounds. Going to be Clipper ball. Rubio gave it up a little early, giving Harrell enough time to go back. 67-65, Clippers lead it. Clippers have only lost one game all year. They led going to the fourth. Shea Gilgis-Alexander, pull-up jumper. Another block by Ingles. That's going to be his second block. Ball pulled out of the air by Gobert, and Gobert's fouled, and Rudy will go back to the line. So Rudy Gobert is now fifth all-time on the Utah Jazz defensive rebounding list. Passing Carlos Boozer. Derek Favors is third. It didn't take Gobert long to get there, did it? Nope. Free throw's good. Rudy in the last 10 games, 18 points, 13 rebounds, 3 blocks, and 71% shooting. Tonight he's got 15 points, 6 rebounds, 3 blocks, 5 of 7 from the field. And misses the second free throw, but it comes out so high, Ingles has it. Jazz down one. Rubio breaks the 45 to the window, lays it up and in. And he might have gotten Patrick Beverly in the face with his offhand. Beverly is down by the basketball standard, holding his mouth. Beverly says he got hit by an elbow. He is animated when talking to the official. Clippers will call a timeout because Beverly's checking his teeth. And the Jazz have regained the lead again, 68-67. 627 left of the third on the Jazz Radio Network. In game 60, the Jazz look to use their home court to solidify playoff positioning, while the Clippers peer behind to see the Kings charging and the Lakers floundering. And the Jazz have climbed the mountain after trailing by 17. 
really not shooting it very well all night. They've warmed up here in the quarter and have taken a 68-67 lead. The Blazers have won in Boston. The Rockets have won already tonight in Charlotte. Here's Gallinari, strong drive to the basket, fouled by Gobert, and that's going to be Rudy's third. So when you look at the standings, the Blazers won their fourth straight, are in fourth at 37 and 23, and the Thunder are only a game ahead of them. The Rockets are 36 and 25, the Jazz are at 33 and 26, the Clippers are in seventh, with the Spurs now sliding to eight. Clippers were to win tonight, they would move ahead of the Jazz in the standings. Jazz win tonight, they inch closer to the Rockets. It's going to be awfully hard to get to four or five. Gallinari makes both free throws. The Kings are a game behind the Spurs. The Timberwolves are three games behind. The Lakers are as well. The Timberwolves, last we checked, were in overtime against Atlanta. Donovan has been feeling in the second half. Coming off a pick, throws a pass right off the head of Do of Rudy Gobert. Clippers have it, bad outlet, stolen by Rubio. Left side, Crowder, corner three, good. Utah with their largest lead of the night, 71-67. That pass that went on Rudy Gobert was meant for Jay Crowder in the corner. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah. That's why it was. Rudy got in the way. 71-69, excuse me, it equals our largest lead. Harrell will take a rare 15-footer and hit it. You just get to the point where you have, you can't crowd him because he, he's very aggressive driving to the basket. Tied at 71. Rubio driving, outstretched right arm, lays it up and in. Well, they've been taking away the lob, and earlier tonight, a few times on the call, Ron, I said he was bypassing layups. It's almost as though he looked at some film at halftime and realized how open they were. Lou Williams gets back to his left hand, pulls up and hits the jump shot. Yeah, that was a very high pick and roll which gave Lou Williams a chance to come back to his left hand and get the jumper. Tied at 73 now. Ingles pick and roll with, Ruby, with Rudy, lobs it up. Rudy has a tough catch to make, gets caught too far into the basket and misses going back up the other way. It's interesting how Ingles and Gobert just don't have that combination that favors an Ingles do. Harrell to the corner. Garrett Temple will fire a three, it's poor. And the rebound comes down to Gobert, his seventh. Favors leads the Jazz with eight tonight. Donovan, crossover, stripped away by Beverly, picked up by Temple. Rubio's back. Rubio puts a shoulder into him and fouls him on the floor. Beverly's crafty and giving Donovan, getting right in on Donovan. Donovan's had a pretty nice night here after the first quarter. It's almost like Donovan had to adjust to what that was. Yeah, once you start getting in front of, of, of Patrick Beverly, he's catching the ball right off the bounce on the floor. So, <clears throat> Tied at 73. Only had two lead changes and four ties tonight. And a right side three from, or jumper from Jermichael Green gives the Clippers the lead. Clippers take the most mid-range shots of any team in the league. 75-73 Clippers. Rubio near side right at the timeline. Green uniforms, yellow numbering. Donovan works to the left hand, chests it back to Rubio. He's got some airspace, fires the three short. Ricky goes to 4 of 12, shooting 0 of 2 from 3. Jazz are just 7 of 20 from behind the arc tonight. They trail it by 2. They trailed by as many as 17. Jamichael Green coming around to handoff. 
Bullets it back down low to Harrell. Back to Green. Straight away three. No good. Gobert aggressively after another rebound. Donovan has been quieted here a little bit after being red hot earlier. Pick and roll. Drives. Harrell comes to him. He'll keep with it. Switches to the left hand and puts up a four-footer with a left hand to tie it us at 75. We've been tied at 71, 73, and 75. Lou Williams works the top, pick and roll to his right hand, puts up a floater awkwardly, long rebound, loose on the ground, 50-50 ball, Gobert on his knees for it, tries to pass it out, Rubio has it. Rubio gets knocked to the ground, Rubio comes back up. Jazz don't really have numbers, but Rubio crosses over on Temple, drives, draws the foul, kisses it off the window, and in! Oh, Ricky Rubio and Magical! It's not how you say magic in Spanish, just work with me. Unbelievable shot. I mean, fading away, gets bumped down below and still banks it off the glass. Donovan will sit. Rudy will sit. Oh, it is how you say it, Matt. It is how you say it with my bad accent that can't speak Spanish. Jazz looking for their largest lead of the night with the free throw from Rubio. It's good. Ricky after a two for eight first half, three for five here in the third. 78-75 Jazz. Jazz double Lou Williams for a brief moment, then they retreat out of it. Williams having a tough time with the dribble, has to flare it back out to Harrell. That's not his game at 24 feet. Hands to Temple, turns the corner, Favors is there, Favors blocks, Favors catches his own block. Outlets to Ingles. That is hard to do. Ingles, hand off to Korver, contested three. Way offline. Kyle didn't get a shot off in 10 minutes in the first half. Teams have just started to take Kyle away. Here's a drive and a shot no good by Lou Williams, but a jam follow by Jermichael Green. Thurl Bailey joins us. Jazz 78, Clippers 77 in a game that's picked up a little pace and tempo. Horn set for the Jazz. Ingles on one elbow, Favors on the other. Rubio works off a double Ingles pick, and excuse me, a Favors pick, and it's a moving pick. And they call it. Ron Boone. The yes. bear is like just taking cookies out of some tray and just throwing them to you. I am not interested in the bear's cookies. You're, so, like, how much would someone have to give you for you to eat that cookie? That the bear's hand is touched. No. <laughs> Lou Williams driving. Throws a bad pass. Stolen by Favors. Outlet to O'Neal. O'Neal wraps it on his hip, just about traveled. No call. Rotates to Corver. Corner to Ingles. Drives by Temple. No, he stops. He pops the three. No. Offensive rebound, Favors. Under two to play in the quarter. Favors. A lot of contact all over the place. No call anything. Gives to Ingles. Temple defending. Great defender. Ingles works with him on his hip. Gets all the way to the window. Misses the layup. Rebound, Harold. Clippers have some physical defenders on the floor now. Lou Williams crossing over. Driving. Laying it up and in. This is a tough lineup the Clippers have out there, Thurl. Green and Temple and Harrell, all defenders. Shamit's not bad, and then you got Lou scoring. You're exactly right, and it's, uh, it's causing the Jazz some difficulties on their offensive end. Jazz want to take the lead. Clippers have only lost once all year when leading going to the fourth. Nice rotation. O'Neal three. Wow, air ball. Royce O'Neal, who could not miss prior to the All-Star break, cannot hit since coming back. He drank the water. Defense, defense, defense. 
Williams, they want to force him to his right hand. O'Neal does, he drives, hands it off to Harrell. Slam dunk, those two combined. Harrell catches over 25% of his passes from Lou Williams. 81-78, Corver driving, they overplay, he gets the layup blocked. Clippers lead by three, 52 seconds left. Shaman on the run, Neto's back, layup good. And the Clippers jet back out by five here late in the third on an 8-0 run. Donovan and Rudy went out, and suddenly the Jazz are scuffling. Joe works off the pick and roll, bounces the tough pass to Favors, who catches and is fouled. Royce O'Neal, prior to the All-Star break, was finished the break hitting nine of his last 12 from three. Nine of his last 12. Check it, I'm wrong. 10 of his last 12. Has not made a three since coming back. 0 for 5. Favors free throw rattles and goes. Clippers are one of four teams in the NBA that have not have only lost one game all year going to the when leading going to the fourth quarter. They're 26 and 1. The Jazz have only won three games all year when trailing going to the fourth. The Portland Trailblazers are the worst at one and 22. 83-80. Lou Williams drives to the window, tries to lob it to Harrell, it's deflected again by Favors. Here comes Ingles, 83-80. Shot clock, game clock, five second separation. Long, defensive-minded Garrett Temple defending. See if we can get Neto a corner three to tie. See if we can get it. Ingles drives to the left hand. Bounces to Favors. Pass deflected. Kicks to Neto. Corner three. Pow! Tie game. I'm available for birthday parties as well. Nice play you drew up there, D. Inbound, intercepted Crowder. Catch and shoot three, no. Offensive rebound, O'Neal back up, no. Tipped and no, will go tied to the fourth. Well, at least they're not leading. <laughs> Thurl? Good job. Talk to you soon. Good job, Coach Locke. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. Jazz all tied up. We head to the fourth on the Jazz Radio Network. Fourth quarter coming up. We're all tied up. Neto, Ingles, O'Neal, Crowder, and Favors on the floor for the Jazz. Howell, Neto with 12 on the shot clock. Jazz trailed by 17 in the first, have worked their way back. Ingles guarded by Harrell. Flips it back to Neto, breaks the 45, drives, gets his shot blocked. And here come the Clippers the other direction with Lou Williams, their leading scorer of the season at the helm. He breaks the defense down, drives with the right hand, misses the layup. He's just not the player going right that he is going left. Jazz have done a nice job on him. Neto outside the three-point line. Had a shot, didn't take it. O'Neal's left open. Is that his first three? Yes! Royce holds the pose. His first three since the break gives the Jazz the 86-83 lead. The Jazz are now 9 of 26 from three. That's $50 to the Huntsman Cancer Research Foundation, courtesy of Mountain America Credit Union. Find out more at macu.com. They've been leading the community for 80 years. Temple, high pick, 
Works the left side, into the window, shot goes, I'm not sure what it was, maybe a pass, maybe a shot, nonetheless, it ends up with Crowder. On the right side, Ingles with a three-point lead, the largest of the night for the Jazz. Ingles drives with the right hand, finds Favors, push shot from eight, no good, rebound, Ingles tries to tip it off the glass, rebound to Shamit. Jazz have really struggled with the paint non-restricted area twos tonight, that little floater has not been a good look. Here's Harold, cut off by O'Neal, reach in, knocked away by O'Neal. Harold dives, O'Neal dives, timeout Clippers. If you ask scouts around the league who plays hardest in the NBA, the first name is usually Montrez Harrell. Russell Westbrook right up there as well. Jazz have the lead, 86-83 against the Clippers on the Jazz Radio Network. It's NBA Now on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. The Golden State Warriors. The Miami Heat. 125-123 Warriors. Here we go. Dwayne Wade to bring it up. Iguodala will meet him right at the three-point line. Wade, stutter step, spins to the paint, lost the ball. Deflected it out to Waiters. Waiters doubled over to Wade. Goes up, blocked once, throws it up after the buzzer. Banked it home. Is it good? Yes, they're going to count it. It banked home. He got the shot blocked and then threw it in. And if it stands, Miami wins. Dwayne Wade getting some congratulations from a couple of the Warriors. Comes over, one last hug for Steph Curry, who has a big grin on his face. Incredible shot by Dwayne Wade tonight to beat the Warriors. Uh, And really a prayer when you watch it on House of Highlights or wherever you get it. NBA Instagram feed. You will see what a prayer it was. Here's Harold, puts up an eight-foot floater, top spins in. Clippers back to within one. If you're just joining us, our America First game summary. Jazz got blitzed early by the Clippers and trailed by 17 early in this game. Donovan, three, no good. Donovan got hot in the second and third quarter, led the Jazz back. We were tied heading to the fourth, and now it's 86-85. Jazz is Lou Williams going to his left, finds Harrell on a roll to the basket for a dunk. And the Clippers have regained the lead. The Clippers have won three of their last four. They sit in seven. The Jazz sit in six. The win tonight and the Clippers move ahead of the Jazz. A win tonight and the Jazz win the season series. Wiggling to the basket, underhand, right hand scoop, no. Loose ball, rebound picked up by Harrells. Donovan misses his second straight shot of the fourth. Harrell goes coast to coast, passing underneath the green who couldn't handle it. He throws a bad pass out top. O'Neal to the front court. Finds Ingles, got some airspace, didn't take it. Drives instead, Harrell grabs him and fouls him. 9.28 left, Ron. This game has not, to me, had a great feel either way. To you, what will be the determiner, determinant as we head down the stretch? Uh, it's going, obviously, I, I think that the, the Jazz three-point shooting is going to be the deciding factor. Okay. Clippers are the fourth-best team in the NBA in fourth quarters this year. Favors, driving, loses it, gets it back. Shot clock's not reset. Five on the clock. Donovan throws a poor pass into traffic. Turnover, Lou Williams has it. Lou Williams drives with his right hand, stops, fades back this time, and scores. Clippers back up by three. Clippers are the fourth best team in fourth quarters. Jazz are the 11th best team in fourth quarters. Donovan off an Ingles pick, drives, flares it back to Joe, guarded by Patrick Beverly, tightly. Driving with his right hand, he prefers his left. He stops, holds the pivot, kicks it back to Donovan. The offense is busted. Four on the clock. Donovan, step back, awkward, wrong-footed three, no good. Not enough. Breaking the paint. 
and not enough guys touching the basketball. Gobert's going to check back in the game. Lou Williams gets to his left hand, misses the fading jumper. Williams goes to 5 of 14 tonight. All right, Donovan at the helm, playing the point. Comes off a favors pick. They do not communicate as well. Donovan works it in and floats it up and in. Those two very rarely find passing combinations. Favors just laid back that time, allowed Donovan to drive, 89-88. Lou Williams has picks waiting each way. He'll go to his right hand. The Jazz want him right. He's trying to get back to his left. Jazz channel him right, force him to pull up his jumper. He steps back, he misses. He's much more powerful going to his left than his right, and the Jazz have forced him right much of the night. Here's Donovan prancing to the front court, wiggles into the lane, puts up a wild right-hand shot off the glass. No, wanted a whistle, didn't get it. Donovan struggling here early in the fourth. Pass knocked away by O'Neal, right back to Williams. Williams drives in the body of O'Neal and draws the foul. Point bell rings brought to you by Larry H. Miller, Lexus, and Murray, and Lexus and Linden. Inviting you to test drive a luxurious automobile today. An illegal defense called on the Jazz. Clippers 89, Jazz 88. Jazz are 9 of 28 from 3. Clippers are 4 of 19, just 21%. Ron Boone says Jazz three point shooting will determine it. Well, they definitely won't have to break the paint, David. And they've not been doing that at all. No, they've not been quarter. breaking the paint and passing. Donovan broken the paint on some drives but not on passes offenses tonight have been quiet both offenses are hovering around a point per possession which is well below the league average 90 to 88 Clippers after the free throw their leading scorer is Williams their second leading scorer is Gallinari here comes Williams chests it over to Green Green drives on Gobert to the rack lost the ball gets it back Rudy's out of bounds Green takes the 8 footer misses Gobert comes back in for the rebound it's deflected to Neto his best buddy picks it up for him. Here comes Howell off the Gobert pick. Now retreats back the other way. They leave him open. He steps back. He fires. He hits! Howell Neto! Jazz back up 91-90. A game that had no lead changes and no ties has now got all of them. And a foul on Crowder on the rebound. And now a technical on Crowder. Made a demonstrative act toward Matt Mullen, pretty hard to deny. In the first half of the game, we had one lead change in two ties. In the third quarter alone, we had 10 lead changes and nine ties. Technical free throws good, second one of the quarter for them. You know, Jay Crowder being kind of undersized. He's not that Gallinari undersized on Gallinari, though, is he? Gallinari's 6'10". Here's Williams snaking back to his left hand, which he prefers. Gobert steps up to deny. Hands to Shamit, fading back 3-0. Big battle for the rebound, and a foul called on Green, hooking Gobert. This game is very physical right now. You can tell it's two teams trying to prove playoff positioning. The Jazz are sixth, the Clippers are seventh. If the Clippers wins, it flips tonight. 
If the Jazz win, they win the season series. Donovan will take a rest. Last time this happened, it didn't go well. Donovan goes to the locker room, by the way. Tied at 91. Neto crosses over to his right hand. Flings it up top to Ingles. Guarded by Beverly. Resets Neto. Beverly trying to deny Ingles the former clipper. Neto driving the left hand to the window. Corkscrews. It scores! Oh, Howell House! Terrific are you! 93-91. Shamit, the rookie out of Wichita State, will take a bounce to his left. Fire a three and swish. Another lead change. 94-93 Clippers. Shamit, a 41% three-point shooter. Best of the rookies. Gobert at the top. Hands it off to Neto. Howell working the dribble. Bullets a pass to Crowder. Stutter steps. Doesn't dribble. Fires the three. It's an air ball. Flopped, hoping to get a call. Didn't get it. Jazz are 10 of 30 from three now. Clippers are 5 of 22. Jazz shot selection much better than the Clippers tonight. The smartness of shots. Clippers have taken 41 mid-range shots tonight. Here's Gallinari. Bouncing to Harrell. Goes his body into Gobert. Hooks it up. No good. Great defense by Rudy. Jazz down by one. 94-93. Neto gives to Gobert straight away. They're giving him airspace because he's not a threat. He flips it back up top to Ingles. Sets the pick. Gets free from Gilgis Alexander. Lobs it to Rudy over the top of the defense. Rudy wasn't ready for it. Turnover. Pretty nifty pass, but a tough catch. Gobert with another double-double. He's been averaging 18 points and 13 rebounds the last 10. He's got 16 and 10. 5.23 left here in the fourth. Shamit, catch and shoot angle right, front rim, no good. Rebound, Tabo Cephalosha. It's Mitchell, Neto, Ingles, Tabo, and Gobert. So Donovan back in the game. Hasn't scored yet in the fourth. Maybe he has. I don't, 26. What does he have in the fourth, Ron? Donovan. Two points. Two points. Drives and a foul. Shamit will check out. Beverly will check back in. Quinn wants a timeout. The Rockets have already won tonight. Portland won in Boston. San Antonio notched a win against Detroit. Two Western Conference teams, the Jazz and the Clippers, who prevails. We find out in the next five minutes of Clutch Time on the Jazz Radio Network. In game 60, the Jazz look to use their home court to solidify playoff positioning while the Clippers peer behind to see the Kings charging and the Lakers floundering. And so far, this has become a great one in the second half. We have had 14 lead changes and 10 ties in the second half. Clippers leading at 94-93. Jazz have the basketball. Neto, Mitchell, Ingles, Cephalosha, and Gobert as we move into clutch time. Ron, what are you watching for here in the final five minutes? Again, three-point shooting, and Joe Ingles just passed up one. Joe drives, fakes the pass to Gobert, forces a shot up good, and he's fouled. <clears throat> In the clutch this year, 
The Jazz are 11 and 14 on the season. In games that have gone to clutch time. The Clippers, on the other hand, are 20 and 14. Clippers have the number two clutch offense in the NBA, Ron, and the number five clutch defense. And I'm not surprised at that with Lou Williams. Overall this year, the Clippers have been the best clutch team in the NBA. You know, if there's a, a better instant offense player in this league, I don't think there is. Ingles puts the Jazz up too. Here's Gallinari. He gets their second most looks in the clutch. He fires, misses, rebounds, tap. Gobert has it. Jazz have been completely dependent on Donovan in the clutch, and he has not been very good this year. 27% shooting. Gobert spinning, passing, deflected to Crowder. He gets caught in the air and travels. Mm. So in the clutch this year, Donovan Mitchell is shooting 28% from the floor, 26% from three. Lou Williams in the clutch this year. Ron calls him one of the best. 46% from the field, 35 from three. Works to his left hand, fires the three, misses. Rebound to Donovan. Jazz 96, Clippers 94, 4.18 to play. Donovan to the front court. He's got 26 points. He's coming right down the middle of the lane. Jump stops to the dotted line, trying to draw the foul. Pushes it over the top of the rim and in. 28 for Donovan. 98-94, here's Gallinari. Tight curl, left hand at Gobert. Forced it up, got his own rebound. Donovan blocked it from behind, out of bounds. 14 on the shot clock. Trying to get really aggressive. That's the second time in this quarter that he's gotten really aggressive trying to get to the basket. Great backside block there by Donovan Mitchell. Gallinari shooting 36% from the field in the clutch, but he's 100% from the free throw line. 36 of 36. Harrell driving. Powers through Gobert and scores. Part of the reason the Clippers are so great is they're so good at the free throw line late. Ingles pops free left side. Joe's three of eight today, has eight points, four rebounds, six assists. He works to the dotted line, kicks it out to Neto, resets Ingles. Right side drive, bounces to Gobert. A lot of contact with Harrell and a foul. It's gonna be four <clears throat> fouls on Harrell. Rudy Gobert will go to the line with the Jazz leading at 98-96. So far in the clutch this year. Final five minutes within five points. Gobert 10 of 14 at the line. 71%. Lou Williams about seven three, free throws a ball game. Free throws good. And Lou tonight has just four. Doc Rivers, I know this will stun you, complaining about the calls. No, not Doc. Jazz by three. Gobert looking to equal their largest lead here. He does. Jazz trailed by 17 in the first quarter. 196, Utah by four, 325 to play. Lou Williams conducting, flares to Gallinari, wide open three, missed it. He's missed his last nine shots. They defended that exactly where they worked on this afternoon, David. But Gallinari really stretched everything away. Ingles driving, corner three, Crowder rattled deep in the cup, comes out, Ingles rebounds, Harrell tries to knock it away, Ingles recovers. Ingles bullets it to Neto, come on Howell, he missed the three, Gobert taps it off the net, loose ball, Ingles has it, he fires the three, pow! Wow, what a play! 
Utah with their largest lead. Joe Ingles from the left corner on a pinball rebounding possession. And the Jazz have taken a seven point advantage. 10-2 run. Wow, and that's your 11th three of the night brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. That's 10th every three after the 10th, $100. The Huntsman Cancer Institute by Mountain America. Learn more about Mountain America at MSU.com. We owe you a 30-point bell brought to you by Larry H. Miller, Lexus and Murray, and Lexus and Linden. Invite you to test drive luxurious Lexus today. Let's find out who rang it. Back out to Trey on the right wing. Now Trey drives in the lane. A floater is good, and he got fouled on the play. Count the basket. Trey Young with a chance at a three-point play. Trey Young beats Minnesota. Ron, Trey Young tonight finished the night with 36 points, eight rebounds, and 10 assists. You know, what did you think of him when we saw him? It, this summer, I didn't think very much of him. Right. I, he didn't seem to do anything special, you know, to be that high of a pick in summer league. But boy, is this game changed as far as what we know. Yeah. Jazz on a 10-2 run versus the number one clutch team in the NBA this year. An Ingles three off a crazy pinball. Neto guarding Shea Gilgis Alexander, 94 feet. The rookie out of Kentucky who's had a very good game, swings up top to Williams. Ingles forcing him to his right. He gives to Gallinari, down low to Harrell. Powers into Gobert, misses the two-footer and a whistle and a foul. Harrell's a really bad late game free throw shooter and he'll go to the line for two. So far this year, in the final five minutes of a close game, Montrez Harrell is nine of 20 from the line. Boy, that was a very weak call on Rudy. 103-96, Jazz lead it. That's the fourth foul on Gobert. Rudy has 18 points and 12 rebounds, exactly what he's been averaging for the last 10 games. And how about the Jazz? Exactly what their average from the three-point line makes and misses. <laughs> the big difference has been the shot selection tonight. Harrell makes the free throw. The Jazz have gotten much higher efficiency shots. Clippers have taken 45 mid-range shots. The Jazz have taken 27. Jazz have taken 30 three threes, the Clippers have taken 25. There's two players in the league that play at six foot eight that play big. Houston Rockets, at, now they have Kenneth Freed. Freed and Harrell. Both free throws are good by Harrell, who had been below 50% in the clutch this year. Five point game, Jazz lead at 103.98. Run clock run, huh? 2.30 left. Donovan gets a nice pick, drives to the basket, puts a left hander off the window and in. It's really interesting. I saw the Jazz scouting report today, Ron, while I was waiting to do the coaches show. Yeah. And that play was in there as a late game play because the Clippers don't guard it well. It's pretty good preparation. 105-98, Donovan's got 30 for the 20th time of his NBA career. Right wing, Williams. Williams driving, Indigo Bear wraps around to Harold for a dunk. Nobody came to help. 105-100, look for some more PL action, Ron. They're going to run guard-to-guard peel action with Mitchell. 
Here it comes. They get Williams switched on to Donovan. Now he runs off a pick. He gets in the lane. He scoops. He's fouled. He'll get two free throws. Interesting move tonight by Quinn Snyder. Howell Neto has played the entire fourth quarter. Say that again. Howell Neto has played the entire fourth quarter. Very interesting. But you go with what's... He was great. I mean, he's got eight points, five rebounds, two assists, and hit two monster threes. Monster threes. And then a drive. I mean, he kind of changed the game. Donovan at the line, short. Clutch free throws for Donovan this year, 77%. I would like to see his free throws last year. It seemed like he has more bend now from the free throw line as these than he had. Missed them both. Loose ball rebound off the Clippers, out of bounds. Ricocheted off the Clippers, all the way out to the sideline, out of bounds. That's a big one. Work some clock here. 105-100, Jazz by five. This is the big field goal. You go up by three possessions, it really changes how things play out. Donovan had a chance there. Ingles comes off a Gobert pick, works the left side of the lane, cross-court pass to Crowder, drives the baseline, it's open, he goes to dunk, he misses, but Gobert picks it up and follows. 20 points for Rudy Gobert and his 13th rebound. 107-100, Williams driving at Gobert, foul on Rudy. How could he possibly see that? Fifth foul on Rudy. I want to see this replay. If, he, if they can see this, they are really great. Yeah, that's a foul on Rudy. Absolutely. That's Honestly, I'm not mocking the officials at all. Truly, that is like a sign of how great they are. Because how he saw that is amazing. Well, Jazz on a 14-6 run as Lou Williams makes the free throw. Rudy knows he has to be vertical. And that arm was not, stretched and out. It was over. nowhere close to vertical. Right. Williams, a 90% free throw shooter in the clutch. Misses the second. Beverly flies in, grabs the rebound in front of Crowder, but missed the layup. Woo! 107-101. Neto driving to the window. Layup, good! You would have thought they wanted to work clock, but Neto got a wide open lane down State Street. Lou Williams driving. Fouled by Ingles. Boy, Matt Boland is blowing his whistle a lot right now. Maybe he's right every time, too. I'm not sure. I think he was right there. I think he was right the one before, but not on that one. So Lou Williams will go back to the line in a 109-101 game with a minute eight to play. Jazz trailed by 17 in the first half, in the first quarter. Ended up trailing by seven at the end of the quarter. Lou Williams makes both free throws. Patrick Beverly trying to pull some shenanigans to steal some plays here. Donovan will work the clock at the top. Neto will peel action trying to get Lou Williams on the ball. Donovan's shoe comes off, he puts it back on, comes off a Gobert pick, drives, caught in the air, throws it away. Donovan knocks it away from Thornwell, is in the game, then Neto does, but Harrell has it. Gallinari, who's missed 10 straight shots, drives, puts up a foul, although a Crowder will go to the line. 
Well, this is why they're the best team, Ron, in the league, in the clutch, is because they go to the line at such an incredible rate. The Jazz. Crowder. No, they called it on Gobert. That's what I think. I heard him say they, they, Gobert. That's not right. It's but on Rudy Crowder. Was, Rudy was nowhere near the play. They got to fix that. That's on Crowder. Here's an interesting note about the Ron, Ron about the Jazz this year. The foul has changed now. Jay Crowder picks up the foul. If the Jazz hold on to win this game tonight, It'll be the seventh time this year they've trailed a game by 15 in the first quarter. Seven times. They will have won four of the seven. Interesting. And there aren't many other teams above 500 this year. It will be the most wins by any team that has trailed by 15 in the first quarter this year. Nobody's won four games, so they will lead the league if they pull it off, but it's not done yet. 109-105. Inbound to Neto, who's played the entire fourth quarter. 37 seconds to play. Beverly up on Neto. They give it over to Mitchell. He's being guarded by Thornwell. Big pick. Donovan, three. Off the back of the glass, no. Rebound pulled bottom by Gallinari. Timeout. Doc Rivers down four with 23 seconds left. So Doc Rivers has gone to Thornwell late in this game because the Jazz were taking Lou Williams and getting him isolated on Donovan Mitchell. And so they've taken Lou Williams out of the game. Defensively, they'll bring him back in now. Sometimes. Yes, Ron. I totally disagree. With what? What a shot selection in this situation. So Donovan takes a deep three there. You'll take a mid-range jumper. If he goes mid-range, Rudy gets to the basket because he's I not actually don't agree. Ron, I mean, all right, so I 100% agree with you because, and the analytics agree with you too, because at some point here, you're playing, it's a shortened sample size, right? So if we make anything there, we're up six with 23 seconds left, we win. So absolutely, you're right, 100% analytically and your eyes. For example, if you're tied or down one, analytics doesn't say you should shoot a three. It mm -hmm. says you should shoot a two yeah. or whatever you're going to make. Just at that point, the extra, the extra point that you get by shooting a three right now is irrelevant when you're up four right. with 23 seconds left. Same way it's irrelevant tied or down one. So absolutely 100%, you're absolutely right. Thank you, David. I was so worried that you were going to disagree with me. You gave me that look. <laughs> all right. No, I wasn't worried at all. Lou Williams will inbound. <coughs> He's guarded by Ingles. Gallinari comes to the ball. Lou gets it back. Comes off a stagger to his left. Fires the three. No good. Rebound tip. O'Neal has it. Hands to Ingles. Back to Donovan. 16 seconds left, and Donovan's fouled, and the Jazz are going to get you pizza. And that's going to be six fouls on Harold. And we've started the ball game off <coughs> talking about Gallinari, he has not had a field goal since the first quarter. I believe he's missed 11 straight. 3 of 14, he, 11 straight. 
The day after every Jazz win home or away, Little Caesars giving a free pizza order. One custom round multi-topping pizza through Little Caesars app. Receive a free, large, extra, most bestest pepperoni pizza using promo code JAZZWIN. Valid all Utah. Little Caesars location, mobile orders only. Donovan's free throw is good. So the Jazz, who have trailed seven times now, by 15 or more in the first quarter, will go to four and three in those games. That's remarkable. Remarkable. The most wins by any team in the league. Atlanta is three and 11 in the 14 times they've led by, trailed by 15. Donovan makes both free throws, he's got 32. Beverly passes it out of bounds to Eric Waters, our trainer. That's gonna do it. And the Jazz shut down in the clutch, the number one clutch team in the NBA. And Donovan gets across half court. Patrick Beverly keeps guarding him tightly. Now they give each other taps, shake hands and hug, and the Jazz win it 111-105. Well, the Jazz will hold in sixth. The betting line tonight, Ron, okay. was Jazz minus 10, and the over-under was 227, so it was a non-cover and a well-under. Nothing close, nothing fun there. Da, Tony Parks is with Rudy Gobert, and that is fun. All right, thanks so much, David. Rudy, tonight your team dug a bit of a hole, but you climbed out of it really well. What were you most pleased with in the way your team bounced back? I would say the way we, we kept going to the next play, you know. We had a few, uh, I mean, a few turnovers, a few backcards, things like that, and uh, we, didn't, we, did, we never lost our focus. You know, we stayed focused, and uh, we, we stayed executing down the stretch defending the rim and defending without fouling. How critical are those two things and how hard are they to do at this level? It's hard, that's why there's not a lot of people in the league that can do it, you know, but uh, we did, uh, for the most part, for the second half, we did a good job defending without fouling. And, uh, you know, these, these guys thrive on the free throw line, so we did a great job in the second half. Everyone can talk a lot about being ready and ready for their opportunity, but how would you describe how old Neto's performance and the lift that gave your team in the play? Well, we can play, you know. Uh, he did nothing different than what I've seen before. You know, he's a he's a he's an NBA player and he, he can play. He just need you know to get a to get his opportunity. Rudy, thanks so much. Thank you, guys. That's Rudy Gobert. Back to you, David. How will Neto plays the entire fourth quarter tonight and helps the Jazz. Ten points, five rebounds, two assists. Donovan Mitchell finishes with 32. Joe Ingles 11, five and six. 17 minutes for Neto. And his plus-minus tonight was plus 10. Yeah. No, that's his points. His plus-minus was plus 6. He always does it. Well, impressive. And uh, joined now by Jake Scott and Britton Johnson. And Guys, I kind of jump out to the fact that that's the seventh time this year that the Jazz have trailed by 15 or more in the first quarter, which is a lot. Yeah. But they are the only team in the NBA that is now above 500 in those circumstances. Uh, other than I believe there's a team that's 1-0. Milwaukee's 1-0. But they are now, uh, and the Rockets are 2-1. But other than that, the Jazz, 4-3 now. Most wins of anyone in the league when trailing by 15 or more in the first quarter. Not a way to live, but I think it says something about the team. 
You know, David, I, I keep thinking about something you've brought up a number of times, and I think you usually bring this up specifically to Ricky Rubio, but I think you can apply it to the team in this game. Got to make those early layups, right? And it leads right. to a lot of good. They started 4 of 17 in the paint tonight. So, you know, that's tough to dig yourself out of that hole. And those stats you're talking about are really positive. But I, I think you're on to something maybe with the whole team. You know, you start making those early easy shots uh, and good things start to happen. I thought Neto played well, held it down while uh, obviously Rubio with the hamstring issues. I oh, I didn't nice get that. Name. Yeah, hamstring tightness. Oh, I did not get that text. We For who? Uh, I see it now. Ricky Rubio. For Ricky, yeah. Oh, I just got it. 22 minutes ago it came in. I did not see that. So that's why Neto had played the whole fourth quarter. Yep. yep. Oh, okay. I, I haven't gotten it yet. So. Oh, well, then that's my bad. I just thought it was interesting. But he was playing well enough. It made sense. Oh, there it is. Yeah, I thought he played. Oh, I love I love Neto's kind of downhill attack and also the three-pointers off the dribble. I mean, you've mentioned before, David, on several occasions how difficult that three-pointer is. Um, I can say it's difficult from experience. It's just tough. And, and I, I like when Neto was keeping the ball alive off that pick-and-roll searching, and he was, had the ability to, I think, twice pull up and drill a three off the dribble. I, I like the five rebounds. Just tells you all you need to know about the kid, right? No. <laughs> He's tough, man. He is, and he doesn't make a lot of mistakes, which if if you've got your starter down with a hamstring injury and you've got a backup coming in, I mean, it's nice to be able to have a guy who you can rely on not to throw the game away. Can I go geek here for a minute? Please. Go for it. So I actually said this to Ron during the broadcast. I, I said we're going to win tonight because our shot selection is so much better than theirs that they're going to have to be four or five points better than us, than not, not one, because they're giving us four or five points in the game based on where we take our shots compared to where they take their shots. Yeah. So they took 46 mid-range shots tonight. We took 27. Let's, let's just mid-range shot average is 0.8. At the rim shot is 1.3. Corner three is 1.2, and uh, above the break is about 1.1. Let's just... Let's just split the difference for the easy of this conversation, okay? If you take 20 shots that are on average valued at 0.4 points more than, or 0.04 points more than, it's actually 0.4 points more, that's like, that's a huge, huge mammoth difference. Like, I can't, like, I don't know how to, like, I, it, you know, I'm giving you the numbers on it. But, I mean, that's eight points. Eight points tonight where our shot selection on just if every shooter sh took an average shot on the night, based on where we took shots, we were eight points better than them. We won by six. Can I so say we, two between? In other words, we needed that, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's because the way they took we a, win. They took away what? They took our way our rim. No lobs. And, and can I say, too, between Williams, Beverly, and Harrell, a lot of off-balance kind of one-handed shove shots. Those, that's, not, that's not old Ron Booner out there shooting those <laughs> off-balance shots. Those, those were tough with jazz hands in their face. I'm with you on those stats, David. And I also think that a lot of those shots, they're not clean-looking pull-up Rip Hamilton-type balance jumpers. They're, they're like ugly shots. They were 17 of 46 tonight on non-restricted area twos. Wow. I mean, 46 is a ton, but that's 37%. That's, that's right near the league. They're a little bit off, but that's about the league average. 
We did our regular. We didn't shoot it great. We thought 32% from three, but that's 0.9 points per shot compared to their taking all these mid-range shots at 0.7. So just do 0.2. That's four points. We won by six. Like, it, it is so, you wonder about why analytics matter and does it matter that the Jazz, the Jazz are the best analytic team in the league. They take the fourth smartest shots and they force the worst, the least smart shots in the league. It, does it matter? Yes, it won you a game tonight. Okay. I like it. So the bookies, are they looking at things like that? Do they have analytic? Well, it's how you now? evaluate us as a team. If you're a bookie and you're looking at this, you evaluate the Jazz that they're going to play the game smart, so they're probably a few points better because of the way they play. Like, I did it today. I did the research today. We take the fourth best smart shots in the league, and we're the best team in the league at forcing you into That's the best in the league. It, Brooklyn is second and Milwaukee's third. Um, interesting. And all those really well. All the, all those coaches, all those coaches are out of the same tree. By the way, all three of those coaches were in Atlanta at the same time. Okay, I got you. Away from analytics, I really wish I knew what Joe Ingles yelled at the Clippers bench on that big three in the corner. <laughs> was that big or what? <laughs> Something was, about what? don't cut me. <laughs> <laughs> no, he gave them a cold-blooded stare, and that three was fun, man. He shot that quick and. And I could just tell the place was going to boom. I don't uh, think he felt very good tonight. He was not. He shot a bunch of shots early, and then he didn't take shots he regularly takes. I almost think he needed that kind of shot tonight yeah. for him to pull the trigger on that. And, and Britton, can I tell you what Doc Rivers said in the, in the meeting last time? I, yeah. I think a reporter asked him about Joe Ingles and why they cut him. And Doc said, well, we didn't want to have to eat another contract. Oh, he knew it was coming. You know what's really great? This is when you know you're good. Yeah. This is when you know you become an established player. Uh-huh. When the team that cuts you has changed their story multiple times. <laughs> All they know is it was wrong. Yes. Um, you know what? That's interesting. I just saw a tweet, by the way, that the Clippers broadcast tonight talked about that if there had been two-way contracts... In that era, Joe Ingles would have been a Clipper. Still a Clipper. Yeah. Be, yeah. Mm. It's probably true. <laughs> Interesting. All right. All right, boys. Well, uh, have a safe flight tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow. That was the that was the more important one of um, of the two, by the way. You know, you know, guys, we're <clears throat> we're flying to Denver, and you know what happens when you fly from Salt Lake to Denver. Lots of turbulence. Thanks, Ron. So you know what happens to David when oh, you have lots oh, of turbulence? Here we go. He goes into a coma. <laughs> he doesn't hear anything. His head is back, his eyes are closed, and his, his hands are all stiff. And he just, and until the plane settles down, then he comes back. It's all right. I love my children. I don't know about you, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> the well, plane here. just shimmies a little bit, and he goes into a coma. You well, know about the story about us coming from Denver to Salt Lake a few, like, what was that, about seven Ooh, years, eight years yes, ago? Oh, you guys know that story, right? Uh, hit us. I don't think so. Uh, no. Fell out of the sky, basically. Twice. Twice, twice probably. Or, someone said about close to 1,000 thousand feet, feet each time. Yeah. Oof. Flight attendant broke her back. I think Kevin O'Connor had like six stitches in his head. Laptop computers hitting the ceiling. Ceilings were dripping coke. <laughs> um, it was not because because we get served our drinks in an open cup. Uh, it was um, the yes. at the time it was the most terrifying experience I've ever had in my life. I now interpret it as 
if you want proof that these things do not fall out of the sky, I lived through it. Because <laughs> they did, and they settled twice. Hmm. Glad well, you guys are okay. Yeah, that's, seriously. That, yeah, that was not, I hate I hate turbulence. That was, that was not, making my stomach wrench just hearing yeah, that. That. Was, that, was so, that was something different. Well, the worst, actually, if you really want the worst part about it, there was no turbulence. Right? It was just like, a, we were just, just cruising, a, just and then a all pocket. of a sudden there was a huge sound of boom. And we dropped, and then we settled for just long enough for you to, like, regain. It was probably five seconds, but it felt like an hour. And then, boom, it happened again. And at that point, there was this very nice, very serious LDS young man by the name of (laughs) Doug Cliff, who was sitting next to me. And Doug was a pretty, how would we say this, Ron, non-adventurous type. Right. Maybe out of the LDS faith in a very (laughs) confined house. Maybe, I mean, like, he grabbed his three peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and sat um, and, and went and stayed in his hotel room. It was a great graphics guy. He was super at his job, really nice guy. I really enjoyed having him sit next to me on the plane. He heard some things from me that I'm certain he had never, ever heard in his whole life, particularly that close to him and at that volume while someone was grabbing onto his arm and using the word dead, die, holy, and a few others in between. Well, <clears throat> since you're telling that story. Yes. Now, Greg Miller was on that flight. And his son was on that flight sitting across from me. And you know what he no, said? he loved it. It was great. That was awesome. Yeah, you crazy? We almost dropped out of the sky. You talked about it was awesome. Okay, um, there's somebody in the peanut gallery who's listening to our broadcast right now <laughs> that happens to have known me for all 48 years of my life, and he would like to point out, good to hear Ron describing you on a turbulent plane flight <laughs> the way others, including myself, might describe you on a helicopter. Oh, Great win someone knows of, you well, huh? but at least on the helicopter, it ends in skiing that makes it worthwhile. <laughs> That the is one true. that knows you well. I had a certain time limit on helicopter rides where I then suddenly am uncomfortable. All right, let's get out of here. So Thursday morning's around the corner. <laughs> All right, boys, have a smooth flight to Denver, will you? Smooth like flight, guys. All right, there you go. That's Locke and Boone going to get on the plane. The Jazz win tonight over the Clippers, 111-105. We're breaking it down next here on the Zone Radio Network.